welcome to Superman and Lois TV Talk. I am your host, Robin. I'm your host, Derek. And I'm your host, Frank. And we're your hosts. In case you didn't get that. With the most. Uh, I don't know. About, I don't know about that. I want. I bring some. Wait, just uh, you know. I, it's like a third. Just like a like a teaspoon, maybe. It, it's not. Yeah. It's not wait, much. Wait. Who's flying this thing? It's all of us. Welcome to the first official episode of Superman and Lois TV Talk. Because if Woo. you're just tuning in, you probably just finished watching episode 101 of Superman and Lois on the CW. I think it's called Pilot. I, I feel like a lot of shows are called that. Why? I don't. Is it just a weird thing? Or you know, it's just it's a weird coincidence. I think. See, they I feel all like just choose that name. I feel you like know? you automatically Again. have to. Who's flying this? Yeah, thing? you have to do that. It's the Dude, pilot. You've got me. Yeah. Who's got you? Um, <laughs> you immediately take away podcaster credentials if somebody was like, "What's pilot?" Um, how somebody, stoked! Somebody light the pilot light. How st- <laughs> Not here. I'm inflating him right now. <laughs> and now I'm deflated. And now we're on an airplane. Okay, no, back on track. What is this? Starville's house about? No, <laughs> Superman Lois TV talk. Oh, we're uh, on track because we were talking about the first episode of the show. We are so excited to finally uh, be covering this after months of delay from, I don't know, there's like a pandemic going. Have you guys heard about this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about a little, it? A little something. A little, a little something. something? I don't know. Uh, this show was supposed to premiere back in the fall, theoretically. We were already supposed to have a, a big crossover event with another CW-verse slash Arrowverse show that didn't come to fruition. Uh, and now, uh, as of February 23rd, we are finally watching this first episode and i'm excited to talk about it with you guys two of my oldest podcasting buddies and we all met because of superman so it's right kind of cool to be doing this together well it's kind of strange that we waited for so long i mean we've had the seasons on dvd for i don't know how many years oh god robin watched Uh, the wrong show it's been on abc robin watched lois and clark robin wait (laughs) but oh oh no is that dean kane is that dean kane I you know separate the art from the That's artist. That's fine. No, it's good. Okay. Did you so you but you saw the first episode of this show, right? Like we're good to actually talk about This one's this is the one with Clark Kent, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you it. yeah, you got it, Ice. You'll figure it. <laughs> you got it, Ice. You'll figure it out. So, we're going to jump right all, in right? uh talking about this uh if you are a fan of this show or I don't even like the term fan. If you're a listener from the other iterations of this show dating back to whether it be Supergirl TV Talk or Startwell's House of L, Krypton or the original OG Startwell's House of L, Smallville. Um, you know that uh, we we all we like to do spoilers at the end uh, so it's not spoil you, the listener slash viewer, who may be uh, keeping uh, their ears closed when it comes to the show and not wanting to get spoiled mm. too much. So check out spoilers at the end of the episode after the music we'll be back with that to tell you about episode 102 heritage but right now so much to talk about in this oversized pilot that was uh too long to air had to had to even do a special uh to to fill it in the pilot (laughs) clocks in somewhere around an hour and three minutes which is if you're used to television that's a little more than the usual 42 to 44 minutes you get with commercial breaks um they wanted to give us as much yeah definitely bonus what better time to have a bonus than this first episode to get to 
kind of reintroduced to these characters. And I say reintroduced because while we have seen this iteration of Clark and Lois before, um, it's a little different. Might as well be the first time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, they definitely have their own take on a lot of things. We've, we've kind of said adieu to the Arrowverse just a little bit. Um, obviously you have seen this Clark and Lois, you've seen Tyler and Bitsy perform these characters or portray these characters rather in, um, crossover events and not just crossover events but uh episodes of supergirl as well and yeah. now of course they have their they're, own they're show a touring company yeah yeah um they they did hamilton and then they moved on to uh <laughs> superman and lois i hear they're doing hairspray next and i am looking oh, forward man. to I'm excited that. for that one um <laughs> i almost met a lay miz january 6th foot joke but i chose not to i chose the high ground and i chose not to do it <laughs> Robin's still putting pieces together over there. You good? I'm trying to make rent work with Kent. Okay. So, Frank's joking. We're good to go. We're in full Star Wars House of L mode for this Super Rant and Lois TV talk. This is good. Spit out Um, my drink. Standard. So, we're going to try something a little different again. If you've listened to these shows in the past, we sort of did the whole linear, well, we start doing a linear kind of uh, progression of events that happen without the episode and then undoubtedly we always branch off into other things we liked and here's this easter egg and this connection and oh do you remember that from this thing and so forth and so on so we thought why not just do that the whole way through no but we 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 do want to talk about because we are such huge superman fans um and this is a little bit different scenario than what we usually get ourselves into you know in smallville it was 10 years of Clark Kent becoming Superman on Krypton. It was not even really dealing with the man of steel other than the whole time travel aspect. Um, Supergirl always kind of kept Superman on the outskirts of town, uh, so to speak until they finally started embracing him a little bit more as the series progressed. This is not an origin story. This Mm -hmm. is not your, your granddaddy's Superman. Um, This is, something that we have not seen in live action in some time. And it is a Superman who has been on the scene for a while, uh, as the man of steel protecting metropolis and the world as a whole, which I mean, is the kids are 14 kids right? are 14. You can and listen then, back to old episodes if you want to do the math. And then Lois, he's been with Lois be and, and he was, you know, according to this, he was Superman when he met Lois. Mm-hmm. So, Gosh, he's been he's been hard at work for at least, you know, 15, 16, 17 years. Well, you know, we do have that montage at the beginning, which kind of gives you the whole I'm sh- it, it not so tongue in cheek as is the Supergirl, my cousin story you may have heard of. But <laughs> <coughs> but it does kind of give you the the Cliff Notes version of Superman from 19. My name is forward. Clark Kent. Yeah, thank God. No, thank God. No, <laughs> just another another little bullet point that they've kind of not turn yeah. their back on the Arrowverse, but they, they're moving in a different direction. Exactly. Sign up a new things. direction. Yes. Yeah. Faster than a speeding bullet point. Yes, absolutely. So, um, but you do kind of get that cliff notes of, um, uh, I come from Krypton, you know, I landed in Kansas, yeah. Martha and Jonathan Kent, kindly couple, uh, f- powers far beyond those of ordinary man, move to Metropolis, work at the day of the planet, meet Lois Lane, and then we kind of skew off from there. Skew off! We kind of skew off just nope. a little bit from there to... Uh, because you know all that. And, and, you, and you, see the, you see the first meeting between Clark and Lois, which we've seen dozens of times. Be it Smallville, Lois and Clark, or 
uh, Man of Steel or the original Donner films. Uh, in this yes. this instance, uh, I really liked their first meeting. Um, yeah, because yeah, uh, and and I have to give major props not only to Tyler but also to Bitsy who has come into her own as who has found her Lois Lane. I feel that's like what struck me in this episode. There is that's, that's what struck me. She she was given. I'm not going to say a comedic performance in her other uh, times portraying Lois in Elseworlds and Crisis on Infinite Earths, but it's definitely she has far has been given far more a purpose now, which is fantastic because Lois deserves that. Uh, I mean, it is you know Lois Lane is Clark Kent Superman, so to me, you know, to have her a build on the show. Uh, up there with him in the title of the show is fantastic but two um just really gave a solid performance i felt like in in the first episode but she um i love their first meeting i love the whole you know i've never met a clark before i've never met a lois before tyler's (laughs) a little bit gotten gotten kind of the middle of the road on the bumbling and the the and the I don't know. It's just like everything kind of came together in that opening montage. And there are pieces that I kind of felt like we were missing from earlier performances and not because of them, but because of the dialogue they were given. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I love the way he, he, he did the bumbling because mm-hmm. it wasn't over the top. It wasn't, it was a really nice middle of the road is, is the right way to say it, Derek, because it, it was more like he was bumbling more, more, less, Less bumbling, more stumbling over himself because, like, he's 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 into Lois. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was you know, love at first sight kind of thing. And it, yeah, I, you know, there was definitely a you know, uh, a, a spark there when they when they meet each other that that reminded me. I was thinking, you know, as we were approaching the series, knowing that it's going to be Superman, who's been Superman for years and years and years, that we would kind of be robbed of these beginning moments that we wouldn't be able to see them so i'm you know obviously we're not going to spend episodes upon episodes of him you know putting his suit together and you know first uh, fighting crime in metropolis but i like that we get to see a a montage of events from all that we do we'll see more flashbacks in the future and i i could see that happening definitely i mean because some of the stuff even though it's a cliff notes we do brush everything we see perry white but obviously perry's (laughs) not integral to the story we're telling now so there's not a whole lot of parry after that first uh chance meeting at the daily planet um we see let's talk about this uh probably one of my favorite parts not only of the episode but just uh, but not only of the montage but the episode itself uh when clark is doing the voiceover talking about uh leaving smallville and you know i thought i'd stay in smallville forever uh, my earliest memories are of the day I landed here and all that stuff. And then obviously we see in that montage, again, you hit all the high points. You see Jonathan die. You see Jonathan have a heart attack. I mean, they just, they're really, they're really getting that out of the way. They're like, you've seen all this. We've done this. You before. see, you see the pearls fall. It's, no. It's Why crazy. did you say that name? Nope. Pearl. So you see her name. <laughs> so you see <laughs> all those moments anyway. And and when it kind of lead, when it finally does get to that moment where they're sharing the news of the twins with Martha, and you're like, oh, this is different than anything we've seen before. But he is telling, you know, he's like, I, you know, moved to Metropolis, and and you see, theoretically, we don't know that it's his first appearance as Superman, uh, but but the reaction the little boy has 
when Superman lifts the the green car. It's very you know, Action mm-hmm. Comics number one, and then he turns around. You know, you're like, oh, it's it's Tyler. We've seen it's it's good to see the new Superman suit. Very happy to see the new Superman suit. And Tyler turns around. This is not the new Superman suit. That's the Fletcher suit, and it's fantastic. Um, I, I that was a shock to me in the opening yeah. moments to see something as iconic as a classic suit like that with the black and everything. And I don't know if it was a real suit, if they did it digital or not. I was just really impressed to see them. Um, well, I know Frank and I are in line on this, Robin. I don't know how much you've ever talked about it, but like of, of classic iterations of Superman, Fleischer is up there. Uh, for Way me. up there on yeah. the list for me. Oh, it, yeah. it definitely, I, it definitely I makes top two. This. I have wanted, I think we talked about this months and months ago, but like I have wanted a live action interpretation of, of Fleischer or even tip of the hat to Fleischer in live action for years and years and years. And I cannot believe we finally got this. And it's not a direct, I mean, it's not like, oh, that's the suit, but it's it's very much a nod to right. to clat to to those suits in that era. Uh and the and, the, the color the color palette, right? I mean, the color palette, like Well, then there's a little I mean, it is actually comics number one, he is lifting a green PT. Plymouth PT Cruiser. I don't know where they got a green Plymouth PT Cruiser. I guess it's the only car on the road. I'm looking at I have a huge print of Action Comics number one to my right in my office, and I, I guess it's the only car that looks like that on the road now. Um, yeah. It looked yeah. Very, it kind of looked out of place in the episode because I was like, I've never seen a green Plymouth PT Cruiser. But, I couldn't uh, believe they got Parker Posey to drive it, yeah, too. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> where did that come from? Why Don't did they do that? Cut them. <laughs> With the blue Mustang. Why didn't they get her a big green SUV? Anyway, I digress. <laughs> uh, we also see Clark revealing his abilities to Lois. It would appear they're in Smallville. Um, so obviously he's taken her home probably to meet Martha. And he takes the glasses off and is flying over the cornfield. Really cool moment there. And then we also see some stuff that we've seen from a different perspective before that they've kind of, I'm not going to say erased, but have made into their own. You know, it's kind of like you, I'm equating it to you hear a story secondhand until you hear it from where it actually came from. So we saw the proposal of Clark and Lois from, you know, Supergirl's point of view or what have you, whatever show that that actually was on during Elseworlds. And stuff like that, but now we actually are seeing it from from Superman and Lois's point of view. I know that's not really how it's working, but I in like you know you know <laughs> indulge yeah, me. Yeah, that's a, that's a good that's a good way of sort of yeah, head cannon yeah, and a red yeah. yeah, it's like when somebody tells you they got engaged, you're like, oh, tell us how you got engaged. But then you actually you know if you were there for it, uh, not only that, it's a totally redesigned Fortress of Solitude too. It harkens well, back to me. It, Go ahead. No, I was going to say it's nice that. Uh, these moments are also are they're established in in the pilots. So when somebody when you tell somebody, oh, I gotta you gotta check out Superman and Lois, yeah. And somebody's like, well, didn't that character show up in some earlier crossover episodes? Should I watch like? So, no, nah, it's okay. You just <laughs> just start with episode you did, one. Superman you did, and Lois. but you didn't. You did. You, yeah, you, you yeah. were watching. You were watching M from the Pierce Brosnan movies. Now you're now you're watching M. <laughs> That's it from the Daniel Craig movies. That's I it. I don't know a better yeah. way to explain that to you. It's um, <laughs> you know, and it's it's two. There's there's a. I'm not going to say a comedic tone. There's a more comic tone, especially with those crossovers and stuff. Like, I mean, you if you remember the the Elseworlds crossover, Lois is we- they're in the fortress. Lois is wearing the nightgown from basically from Superman Two, or at least an homage yeah. to the Superman Two sure. yeah. k- Kidder uh, nightgown. Clark is grilling 
in the fortress with an apron on. So there's kind of a comic tone to this. This was far more what you would expect a Superman and Lois proposal to look like. He's taken her to the fortress. She's in like earmuffs and all bundled up and everything. And it's there's this tunnel view of the fortress, um, of which we'll see more. We'll talk about more later, but we'll see more in the coming weeks. Uh, of And it reminds me of the shot. I'm sorry, Frank. It reminds me of the shot in Man of Steel where um, Lara has, uh, Jor-El's died. They've sentenced Zod and his compatriots to the Phantom Zone. She has returned to the House of El, I guess. And um, Kelix is talking to her, trying to tell her to get to safety. And she's like, why? The planet, you know, we're all dead. And she's walking toward this opening watching the destruction happen and it looked a lot like that to me mm. um just this kind of egress or ingress to the fortress I'm, I'm not really sure um and from there we we kind of again go into the the spin of oh this is different because then it becomes them at the kent family table showing sonograms of the twins to martha who is excited and and you know we, a little bit from there and then we talk more about the twins and we'll we'll dive into them as we get into this and i realized i said we were going to try something a little bit different and conversational when i started with the <laughs> montage but i started with the montage to say if you've if you think you've caught that like robin said a minute ago if you think you've caught this from watching supergirl or the flash or anything else that's it's not the same it's yeah. it's very much i'm not saying that that they've completely ignored all that or, or abandoned it. it's just that this is very much a different iteration with the same betrayals well thank goodness for crisis that you know we don't just restart this you know and, and every, have everybody go well that doesn't make any sense yeah it's already been established da, da, da. no crisis yeah well and <laughs> see, there's none of you don't have to you if you don't acknowledge it you also don't have to get into the the hurdy-durdy of yeah we had one twin and then and then then something happened I and mean, there's two twins and they were two days old and now they're 14 years old and i mean that is one thing that i'm i we, I, we, I want to know what their mentality is going from crisis to here we, i don't need it but yeah it might be a nice little easter egg to I'm throw curious. in well you know it's <laughs> interesting too and i don't want to bog down too much of this because there's a lot obviously to cover in this pilot um you know, it seemed like a month or two ago they started designating Earths within DC films. And I was like, didn't we just do that with Crisis? Like, at the, we got <laughs> to the end and they fixed everything. And then we saw Stargirl was Earth 2. And we see, you know, Ralph's Superman Returns Earth is back to, or the Donner Earth is back to back to normal. And he's wearing yellow instead of black and all that stuff. But now they somebody... They came out and said the other day that the like the Pattinson the Batman is on Earth two, versus I guess Snyder is Earth one, because that's what's been going along so far. I don't know. Um, so it's it's weird to it's weird to see that, but it's also kind of you know I, I love that we are not, and this is something I talked about in the first few episodes of our show. I was always concerned about being beholden to what has come before. In some instances, sure. that's great. I am totally good with this with John Cryer being Lex Luthor pitted against this Superman. Like that's fantastic. Even yes. though they still have had yet to have a single word of dialogue together after being on screen together. But regardless, 
I, you know, I'm, I'm all for that. But a lot, they've pulled a lot of Superman villains into Supergirl and changed mythos and origins and made them her villain versus his. And there's nothing, again, nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But I like that we are not, we haven't, from the looks of it, are not being so beholden to what has come before and kind of setting our own path uh, a little bit. So we'll see if that continues right now. No talk of crisis, no talk of the Arrowverse. I mean, there's even a clip of the wedding in the montage at the Kent farm and Martha's there and Sam Lane is there, but there's no Jimmy. There's no, I'm sorry, James, there's no Cara. There's, you know, none of those people right. uh, are at the wedding. So it's very much uh, uh, forging your own way kind of thing with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's this, it's this interesting thing. Cause like we know that a lot of that reality exists, but just it's, I, I guess we're just sort of, yeah, they're forging their own way, and 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 I don't know. It's it's not really like like they're they're painting over it or anything. But no, it's just sort of it, it, it's, it it's worked a little, a little it, bit of a skewed off uh, it, situation, it, and it really works. Uh, you know, yeah. I I kept thinking, and I I know Robin kind of gets hung up on the twins a little bit, and and going back to the how of it all from that one freaking line from Crisis Boys, you know, <laughs> that whole thing, Boys. and you're like. <laughs> How are they going? How are they going to do this? And I feel like it went through different iterations in the writers' room of bringing all this stuff in. And let me tell you, again, not dogging Arrowverse at all because I've, I've watched them all, all the shows. The best thing this had going for it was not not disting itself, but just not bloating itself with everything else either. It didn't have to make a Flash reference or a yes. Legends reference or a, any or right. you remember that time mm-hmm. we met the other Superman on the other Earth and all this other and the Book of Destiny and all that other stuff. You know, I've been sort of circling that idea, and you just you just sort of put a finger on it. That's exactly it. It doesn't feel bloated. It doesn't feel bogged down by baggage from any of the other shows. It's it's able to. We sort of it's implicit. There's a nod that like it's part of the same. You know, it's it's spun out yeah. of, of yeah. everything we've already seen, and and it's it's just doing its own thing, but it's not. It doesn't feel absent that we don't have any yes. direct yes. references to like, oh, yeah, that time Barry said this. Uh, it doesn't feel like it's. <laughs> I insane. never sat there one time and went, well, what about, you know, why don't they just call? Because all those other shows, you're like, you, you could fix this in five minutes if you just call so-and-so or if you just right. do this. They're just, you right. know, 90 minutes down the road. And I never felt like that in this. And that speaks also to the whole thing we've talked about on our podcast is the whole team aspect and how that just doesn't work for Superman. It just doesn't work. Uh, And it wouldn't have worked here. The team is their family. The family is the, the dynamic and the, the string through on this all the way. It is about, it is about a father. That's what works for these, for these characters. Like the family dynamic is what works for these characters. It's a father and mother navigating life with, you know, an extraordinary life from being the world's most recognized journalist to uh, the man of steel, the last son of Krypton. And you, you spin that, you go, well, we've seen that before. What's new? Well, you know, aging parents, losing jobs, uh, teens with, you know, one is uh, about to be the high school quarterback uh, starting quarterback during his freshman year. Another one has severe anxiety issues and the the cogs uh, therein and how they turn uh and and to see this Clark that kind of struggles with his 
and, and not struggles from a place where we've seen before of you know it's not like toby Maguire's spider-man of being cursed with these powers or even you know a little bit of smallville there for a while too of tom welling just saying i wish i could be no- normal or anything like that like it's very much tyler there's even a line and to close out that montage of i am here protecting the people that i love mm-hmm. like that's right. that's a big through line of this show is protecting the people that i love it's a it's a reversal of the usual dynamic where, where clark is the son uh, and he's he's coming of age, and his parents are are imparting the lessons on him. Yeah, it's a reversal of that. Where now it's his turn to yes, do the same, right? Absolutely. He's learned from Jonathan and Martha, and he's learned from his life experience as Clark and as Superman. And now it's his turn, his and Lois's turn as a team to turn around and to be the Jonathan and Martha figures in a, in effect to these to these teens. Um, it is a it is taking the, the typical Superman in Smallville. Uh, Superboy, you know, whatever uh, you want to call it, dynamic, and just flipping it on its head, and it works so beautifully. I gotta say, seeing Clark as a dad in this episode, I mean, I have, I was so, like, I've never uh, felt more seen. (laughs) By the way, just, like, nobody, like, kids look up to their dads, and like, and I, I looked up at my dad, like, he's got it together, you know? But we don't. We don't have it together. <laughs> we're just trying Not to do Not even our best. a little. Yeah. And we're constantly feeling like we're screwing up our kids' lives. And we constantly worry about making the the, the bad move. Like he's, you know, he's All right. Well, th- this, about- is, this is getting a little bit more specific to you. But that's fine. <laughs> no, no. I'm talking about how, how Clark is worried about revealing his powers. How that's going yes. to affect. Yes. Jonathan and Jordan, you know, yeah. and especially Jordan, mm-hmm. when he when he he's well, thinking that J- Jonathan is the one with the powers, they, and, and they kind of already, yeah, they kind of already suspect that, especially when we get to find out in in those opening moments that Jonathan uh, is going to be starting quarterback his freshman year, and they're all and Lois is like, we got to tell him, like, and and Clark's like, I, you know, how's Jordan going to? He already feels like an alien, no pun intended. And, yeah. you know, when he finds out that his brother, that his dad's Superman and his brother has abilities and he doesn't, that's that's why you don't you don't count out the lame duck because he's going to prove you yeah. wrong by the end of it. Yeah. Ro- Robin, the whole pantheon of the episode, the whole thing, what what was your takeaway? I mean, when you when you, you're a huge fan of Superman and mm-hmm. you're older than Frank and I, um, <laughs> not trying to call you out, but like you, you've seen Superman movies in the theater like you're yeah, much you're, older. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you remember Kirk Allen. You remember Kirk Allen? Screen. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I You and Kirk go way back. I uh, you know, I brought the newspaper for uh George Reeves. Uh, you know, I was a paper boy back then. <laughs> Shiny news, shoes. Newsboy, newsboy. Uh, yes, ma'am, Miss Hoppe. I'll bring it right over. <laughs> you're part of the Newsboy Legion. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know uh what else to say about it other than like kind of repeating of what we were saying in earlier podcasts it is so cool to see this as a family dynamic and i can see how somebody might look at that and scoff but watch the episode it's it's great seeing clark in this like role that we really haven't seen him in i mean other than the comics you know you've seen you see clark as a a father um but also you know we get to see some great uh super heroics uh 
one very reminiscent of uh, Superman three, yeah. <laughs> which Absolutely. was a delight. Yeah, it was a delight. <laughs> um, I, I, I love also, we were talking about kind of bumbling Clark earlier and, and how he's pulled that off. Well, he, he kind of even as a dad managed to pull that off with his kids. And of course, every, right. every kid thinks their dad is super annoying. You know, it's, it's, you know, by that, by 14, your dad's lame. Like that, that there's just no, you know, again, I've never felt more seen. Like, yeah. <laughs> like my kids. Well, are just in your like, case, no. who is this idiot? You know. Uh, but you know, but, he he comes in on he comes in on in, in Jonathan's room. Jonathan tells him about making the team, making quarterback. He's on you know Zoom or Skype with his girlfriend, and you know, did you catch your name? He's I didn't. It's Eliza. So that means. Oh, here we go. That's Supergirl. Uh huh. <laughs> Is actually the daughter, uh-huh. the adopted daughter uh. of Jonathan and Eliza. It's time to mute. Time to mute Robin. Um, what, anyway, what? so it's a huge theory. It's gonna, I'm going to see it through. I'm going to blow it up. Season two. I'm calling it now. <laughs> so, you know, there's there's the kind of awkwardness. He's sitting there talking to his girlfriend. He's like, Dad, can, can you go? And he, it, Clark's like, Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh, oh right, yeah. Okay. And then, you, but but he gets along with Jonathan so well. Um, because Jonathan is, I'm not gonna say Jonathan is the Clark archetype, but he is far more what Clark is used to. And he's the all American. Yeah. He's the athlete. Yeah. He's the outgoing one. He's never had to deal with anybody with anxiety issues and stuff like that. And you see this turn on him when he goes to talk to Jordan. Like it's a totally different scenario. Also Jordan playing injustice too, I think, uh, <laughs> Interesting. Weird. Uh, Fun little nod. Mortal Kombat this, and Superman characters. Yeah, um, what's the story mode on that? Yeah, because uh, yeah, doesn't, right. that, doesn't that say that Bruce Wayne's Batman and Clark Kent Superman in that game? So it's probably Spoilers. the levels are very selective. Like um, Joker kills Lois, right? Yeah. And then yeah. Superman kills Joker. Yeah, we don't worry about that. We live in a society. Anyway. Indeed, do we now? <laughs> so... Um, but it's just so much heart. You know, Jordan's got his music turned all the way up. Clark comes in and turns it down, which immediately pisses Jordan off. Um, Clark's like, hey, you're making a pretty good Superman, trying to, you know, egg him on while he's playing the game. And he's like, oh, Superman's boring. I'm like, listen here, you little sh- I'll <laughs> I will come through the screen. Um, but I'll fight you. Yeah. Finish him. So, but it's 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 way more awkward it's way more like a 14 year old talking to their dad uh, in that moment uh, in this day and age. And, you know, Clark doesn't know what to say to him. They don't connect. They don't Clark missed the doctor, his therapist appointment that day. Cause he comes again. in again. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Cause he comes in and Lois is doing an interview and he's like, she's like, your food's in the fridge. Jonathan's got news for you. You screwed up. Miss Jordan's appointment. So go apologize to him. So Lois is doing a lot of the the heavy lifting yeah, on the she is. on the parenting side. Mm-hmm. She is she's doing the emotional labor. She is she is carrying Clark in a lot of ways by like giving him the update on like what he missed today and what he needs to like here's what you need to do. Here's your to do list. But they, go they've got go it. Congratulate down. your one son. Go apologize to your other son. Exactly. Here's your food. They've got it down to an art form. And think about how much line they have to do. I mean, I don't want to give Jonathan Jordan a whole lot of credit because. You know, I, I, your dad's Superman. Give him a break. But, you know, they, they do get on that horse a little bit of you have lied to us for years. And they have. But they have to be on the same page with all these lies. Like, he had to say he was flying to Wichita 
And, right. you know, and Lois had to know that and, you know, to tell them so that when Clark repeated the lie later, Jordan was already like, yeah, I know, mom told me. So to be on that same page uh, with stuff. Let's talk, let's talk characters a little bit um, because we did, Robin mentioned the, the nuclear plant, the homage to Superman 3, but let's talk about Sam Lane um, because honestly we meet him before we do anybody else other than Lois in the montage. Yeah. Um, is is one of the first characters we're in, introduced to, and again in a another reference to changing things up from from the norm, we have a different actor. Uh, Dylan, what's Dylan's name? What's Dylan's last name? Totally went blank. Thomas. Walsh, Dylan Thomas. No, it's Walsh. Who's Dylan Thomas? Why do I know that? That's a author. Yeah. No. Messing with you. I don't mess with me. <laughs> I watched seven seasons of Nip Tuck or however long for it. I couldn't think of it. So, uh, obviously playing Lois's dad now. Uh, a change from Supergirl season one. We're not even going to, I guess, mention that change or Lucy not being there either. There's no mention of Lucy either. Um, I mean, Yet. the one good thing they could they have going for this show is they could also bring back in the Omega Hedron and, you know. Yes. <laughs> this is true. Well, I mean, the other thing is we're Maxwell dealing Lord. a lot with the uh, with nuclear nuclear facilities. Yeah. Nuclear. So, would you like a nuclear man? Is what you're mm, hinting at? Mm. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. What do you think of Sam and Clark's relationship in the two scene two two yeah two scenes they had together, Robin? Uh, I mean, it's interesting because. This is a this is a Sam that knows everything about yes. Superman, yes. and it's it's as if he knows. He's not only known, not only knows everything, but is also his son-in-law. Yeah, yeah. So it's a d- interesting uh, uh, dynamic, especially when we get to later in the episode where he's getting on Lois's case. Even like I told mm-hmm. you. Um. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see from here on out. Uh, I I like how it's set up. Though it's a you know you get your classic uh, father-in-law versus son-in-law kind of you know you're not good enough for my daughter but then again it's also Lois is not Lois should not be distracting his favorite soldier kind of thing it's yeah. weird <laughs> yeah Frank what was your I I I actually I, yeah I I tacked onto more of that favorite soldier aspect that Robin yeah. mentioned because it, his I, secret like his secret years. weapon. It's a secret weapon. It's his, it's his, yeah, it's something that in recent years, we, I feel like it's become very much in vogue to see a Sam Lane who is distrustful of the Kryptonians and thinks that they might be a threat and that, you know, and, and is sort of has similar motives to like a Lex Luthor, but, but not in a uh, destructive way, not in an evil way, but in just in a protective way. And here we saw a Sam Lane who is considers Clark family um, and, and respects him as a you know as an asset as a soldier as a secret weapon whatever you want to call him um but it's all there's more of a baseline of respect rather than a baseline of fear and and protectiveness mm-hmm. yeah that's good <laughs> I, I liked like it was awkward in that first meeting in the first meeting they go to the nuclear Clark saves the nuclear plant with the superman 3 uh <laughs> homage but you know 
Sam says, you've been working a lot of overtime. Is that okay with my daughter? And he's like, she's not the one I have to worry about. Lois is totally, which another thing I love. There's not any of this. I mean, when we get into the episode proper, and obviously Martha has, spoiler alert, died. And, you know, Lois is like, why did you say that? And Lois is like, uh, (laughs) you know, you, the world will always need Superman. This family needs you right now. Like, you don't need to be flying off. Like, And you can tell it's probably one of the first times Lois has ever had to say that. Like, things have kind of hit the breaking point with, not between their marriage, not anything like that, but we've, the boys are 14 now, it's harder and harder to keep this from them, and you flying off and being dad's, you know, secret weapon is is difficult to maintain too, especially when we're in Smallville right now for a funeral. So, but, you know, there's there's that moment in the opening where they're talking about taking the boy, you know, she's not the one I have to worry about, meaning it's not about having to appease Lois. It's about having to appease the twins. And Sam says the bass will start fighting, uh, fishing, <laughs> biting. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> biting again soon. And I thought I'd take Jonathan fishing. Might even take Jordan if I want to. So everybody's very aware that Jordan is not the, let's say the fishing type, right. uh, at, at all. So, um, and that's fine. And, you know, uh, we did see that Sam's got a little, uh, communicator to page Superman when in need. We see later that, uh, Lois also has one, so good to know those are not in short supply. Love to see that. Uh-huh. Love to see that. Absolutely. If not a signal watch, I'll take that. What about the the twins? Let's talk about Jordan. What What was your takeaway of Jordan? Either one. Jordan's the one that I feel like I relate to more. Really, Jordan. I feel like I I'm not the athletic one. I'm not necessarily the high anxiety one, but I as I've, I've been on a mental health journey the last couple of years, and so I can relate, uh, not to the same extent, not the same degree, but I can relate to to Jordan. I feel like more than I can to Jonathan, um, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I don't mean that in the sense of disliking Jonathan, but just that I like them both, and between the two of them, I feel like ooh, okay, I I recognize that, that character is written uh, to represent some of the experience that that I had, you know, in high school or whatever I, I, at that at that age um so you, yeah you I didn't feel, you didn't have all that hair i i, sh- I should be so lucky <laughs> those, those wonderful locks he does not robin what did you think of uh jordan i really like the fact that we talk a little bit about mental health between him and sarah as well the sarah. child's name is sarah? yeah yeah lana's daughter yeah, so I think that's great that they're kind of, uh, you know, normalizing that a bit. You know, that mental health is just something that you deal with. doesn't mean that they're different or anything. I was kind of concerned, and I hope it doesn't turn out this way, that Jordan might end up becoming uh, a villain, <laughs> you know, with powers out of control. Um, I, I'm assuming that we're going to have a few out-of-control uh, moments with Jordan. Oh, I, we'll have that. We'll have power swaps with Jonathan. We'll 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 <laughs> we'll go down all the whole rigmarole. I assume. I mean, I can only yeah. assume that we'll we'll go down that path eventually. Right. But you know, from the mental health, you know, and and the representation of 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 somebody dealing with mental health on the show, um, I do hope that they don't, you know, turn him into too much of an antagonist constantly. Yeah. You know, yeah. so and I don't think they uh, will. You know, my I, I never disliked Jordan when I was watching it originally, 
uh, in any of it and telling, telling you guys about it. And I, I didn't, um, I didn't feel like we talked about in the last episode, we recorded how that weird promo kind of painted him in an odd light. Yeah. Like the music changed, the lighting changed. It wasn't the greatest close up of his eyes. Yeah. It was a weird (laughs) shot of him. Um, almost trying Very to make intense. yeah just and so you know he's just he's just a four he's just a 14 year old kid he's confused he doesn't he doesn't fit in he doesn't feel like he belongs and you feel for him a little bit you know i'm i'm yeah talked about this on another podcast and feel weird bringing it out of here i'm i'm bipolar so to see you know a kid going through a lot of rough uh coming of age stuff and just trying to find himself and then he he meets a girl who tried to, you know, whether or not doesn't really say it, but, you know, took a lot of pills, tried to take her own life at one point yeah. and kind of finds this kindling, kindling between the two is is good. And I, by the end of it, I really, you know, he, he, there's not a whole lot of smiling for Jordan uh, in this episode. And I'm sure it'll be difficult in the days and episodes to come for him as he, he does come to his own because Clark makes the mention, you know, John uh, Jordan's abilities are not developing like mine did um so Mm -hmm. it'll it'll be an interesting journey to see how it follows with him but by the end of it you know he's there's that moment at the end of the episode where they're asking about whether or not they want they would be okay with staying on in smallville and they're like we'll talk about it over dinner right now i want to take you out to the bar and show you a few things and jordan's like superman things so uh you know i'm sorry i thought superman was boring i thought you said superman was boring you sit back there I will turn this car around. I'm going to show you how to hook up a tractor. Imagine driving down the road and you're just ass hat of a 10 year old kid. The back, you're Superman and your ass hat of a 10 year old kid. The back seats like reading his iPads, like Superman saved the school bus today. I guess you're like, listen, <laughs> hey, hey, you just want to hit him. Don't you just think something. he's just too powerful. Yeah, like, it's not even interesting. Yeah, it's not even interesting anymore. I mean, kryptonite, I guess. But mm. it's like if he can do anything, why is he so super? <laughs> um lana lang lana cushing excuse me lana yeah. cushing um i was very apprehensive obviously this the detail of the story being a little different this is not superman in metropolis this is literally superman in smallville uh we have returned to smallville we have come back it is the prodigal son has returned it even kind of gets uh crap for it in from lana's husband saying the line about you know used to people would go off to college learn a trade come back and help their community but most people don't do that anymore it's a little bit of a dig to clark it was a jab yeah it's definitely a jab that's a that's gets it's because he was mad because lana was on clark's facebook page earlier <laughs> that's exactly why to hear the younger cushing child say it um so i was a little apprehensive when i when i found out lana was going to be uh a recurring uh role on the show because uh, the last thing i want in 2021 after dealing with a pandemic and just <laughs> everything else the last thing i need is a dang adult superman and lois show where you know we're worried whether or not clark and lana are having a thing going on or anything like that like that's yeah. the last thing we need um do do the respect of the characters that is deserved and, exactly and, and don't do anything like that 
there were some rumors to that effect that that had me concerned, but uh, I think a prophecy that misread that might have been. Well, I you know there was uh, Helbing. There there was some comments of look that she's gonna kind of be the one that got away. That was his first love. Their first love was each other. You know, there's always gonna be something, some can, something there to a degree. But but you know, we like know- Lana has such respect for Lois. I just don't. Yeah, exactly. It'd be so weird to see it go that way. She, you know, she and they really hit does. that right away, they right? Did. Like they came yeah. right out and and made that very clear to sort of dispel any fears. Yeah, yeah. Kyle, on the other hand, not so much. <laughs> but um, she obviously served a purpose as far as this episode goes. She is she works at the Smallville Bank. Obviously, Martha had taken out. A reverse mortgage to help other people in the community. Lana even refers to her refers to small uh, refers to Martha as Smallville Superman. Uh, tells Lois yeah. uh, she's like your friend that saves everybody. You know, like your friend Superman. So um, <laughs> she's she's got a big uh, axe to swing in this episode with kind of setting the scene for why Clark returns. Um, obviously, in the face of Martha's death. Clark rushed home and heard Martha say it's time to come home. And it kind of piggybacks off the phone call too, after first talking to Jordan and Jonathan at the beginning of the episode, because Clark, you know, she, she's called him. Clark sees the call, calls her back. And she's like, are you just now getting home? And she's like, I saw the news. Tell me you're not just getting home. And he's like, I am. And she's like, you're, you're burning the candle at both ends. It's just too, it's just too much. Um, you've got to put your family first. And he's like, I'm trying like any dad, you know, especially in, in the world right now. I mean, I was talking about yeah. this with my sister not too long ago. Our parents really don't comprehend that things are way busier in 2021, even in the face of what's happened the last year than they were in 1987. Like there's so much more going on. So, you know, you're not really shirking off your parents or anything by, having to deal with the the daily grind as it were uh is much different than it was back then and so clark's just kind of going going along with that he's like you know what i'm trying i'm doing my best and he is it's he's haphazard he's he's running in god knows what time of night finally getting done with the nuclear plant plant line about having to be on assignment for the planet and you know lying to the twins and and it just it's taken a toll on him so I'm so glad we get a we do get a Clark Martha, you know. Even if it's over the phone, we still get a, yes. a scene with them yes. talking. Yeah, that was important to me. It, it was it was important to me that not only you not only that, but you also had these flashes with her, more flashes with her from the montage than Jonathan. We don't even yep. really meet that Jonathan. We see him once, and then he's dead. Um, so. That's but, what but Jonathan it was important to me in this. Do. It was important to me in the sense that we got some, some, um, some insight into his connection with well, his parents. It's not only right. that. I don't. If I feel like if you don't have some backstory of this Martha and this Clark, what's the point of him coming home? Like I know it, we, it, I know we know the whole rigmarole. We know Smallville. Yeah. We know that he's going home. Um, but the, the the idea of her calling to him as he's flying home t- to be by her bedside as she's dying uh, and telling him that it's time to come home, she knows that Smallville needs, maybe not Superman, but needs the Kents, needs Clark Kent, needs Lois Lane. Uh, and 
that's obviously the the jumping off point for this series is the return home and and in that all the things that come with it dead parents taking you know taking on that loan taking on that house first love seeing them again and her husband who you don't get along with and you know there's just a lot to that oh by the way your 14 one of your 14 year olds has superhero abilities so there's a, there's a lot to digest there i guess yeah as, yeah absolutely as a parent absolutely. It, it is a superman show a family-based superman show for a for a different phase of life yeah you know i feel like it's the phase of life that that lois and clark never quite got to go to you know like if it had it's like lois and clark fast forwarded a few years in terms of the phase of life that they're in yeah not the tone but the phase of life that they're in, you yeah. know, where, where they are in their lives in terms of where their parents are, where their kids are, all, all of that, like that is, it, it's like we get to see that, but well, later and, you in know, the timeline. Lois and Clark was, was moonlighting with, yeah, a, with yeah. the occasional Superman. Superman was an ancillary character on now mm-hmm. by, by season three and four, it was exactly. much less Clark and much more Superman. But when it started, it was far more that Clark and Lois moonlighting type thing. That's why it was called Lois and Clark, yes. right? Like that's why instead of like Superman yeah. colon the, yeah. like, the Adventures of Lois and Clark, yeah. it was the reverse. And then they had to they had to justify that. Oh, it's the New Adventures right. of Superman, which is oh, really some long. Fly by night, which which some is a really long uh, <laughs> title. Looking back, well, we mentioned her a minute ago. Let's talk about Sarah Cushing a little bit. That um, it's kind of the love interest of of Jordan. Um, and, and we discussed how she had made an attempt you know to swallow a lot of pills let's say it like that she swallowed a lot of her mom's mm-hmm. pills mm-hmm. at one point mm-hmm. um she's not the biggest fan of smallville she does remember jonathan and jordan because one summer they did come and stay with martha which by the way makes me think that that this smallville is in a different state from this metropolis or at least as far apart as you can get not the th- not the normal three-hour commute we're used to as fans but but something a little bit more long term. Um, they do talk about a having spent that summer several years ago when they were all kids uh, at the farm. But when Lois says toward the beginning of the episode that your mom called and asked about a visit the morning after Clark and uh, Martha talk, uh, Jonathan says we're going to visit Grandma, and Clark says we're we're due. And and Jonathan says, yeah, Smallville, you can spend an entire year there in one afternoon or something, something like that. Nobody's really a fan of going to Smallville. Let's let's say it like that. And <laughs> yeah, I will, that way. And and you can all shut up. You go. You'd be happy to go to Smallville. You should be. You should be so happy. Um, What's really telling? What will be really telling? Rather, in the future, is how Lois living in Smallville will be able to keep her job going in Metropolis, and we'll see how. How she does that? Is she going to telecommute? Is she going to you know zoom in? Is she going to be zoomed? Yeah, in it doesn't really by Superman. It doesn't really get you know. Well, why can't Clark just fly fly the boys to school every morning and fly her to the planet? I don't know. Obviously, we we haven't said we've talked about it leading up to this episode. Clark has lost his job at the paper in a series of layoffs going around. Lois is safe from that because it's really hard to fire your most profitable journalist. Uh, well, I can't wait till Perry White returns and he just kind of turns around on the escalator and, you know, tells him all to get out of there. And, you, and don't call really, him chief. You really yeah. want some Superman 4 references up in this, don't you? It's all set up. 
nuclear uh <laughs> corporate Need I say more? well look I'll, i mean you didn't really have to recast morgan edge we could have gone with the whole warfield angle and brought them in i don't know why yeah. we, why we didn't go that way yeah um frank talk to us about morgan edge while we don't see him in this episode we do know that he has taken over not only ownership of uh the daily planet but galactic holdings one of his subsidiaries has also bought smallville <laughs> bank and up a lot of and therefore a lot of the loans uh in smallville. galaxy right. is, what galaxy did i say holdings. was it galaxy holdings or galactic holdings i think it's galaxy i don't remember anyway frank talk to us about morgan edge because yeah, well, I, he, he's morgan edge been with morgan us edge might be might be one of the few holdovers from from the Arrowverse that we know i mean we, we didn't see him um he was he was in uh he was actually a, you know for for a bit there in, in supergirl he was uh he was the big bad in season 3 for for a chunk of it you know he's a real estate mogul he's uh there's some criminal undertones to to what he does um on on um on supergirl he was portrayed by adrian pasdar doesn't seem like that's going to be continuing for for superman and lois but um he he clearly has been buying up these these properties and he's he's after some he's after some some information i did love the galaxy galaxy uh reference because back in in the in the comics back in well uh, pre-crisis days anyway he was the uh the head of wgbs gbs was the was the you know galaxy broadcasting system Ah. i love the galaxy connection okay um that's that's the um tv station that that clark was uh, a journalist tv journalist on um in the 80s prior to prior to the crisis reboot so that that was a fun little tip of the hat and a fun little easter egg as well uh obviously the recasting lends some credence other than, other than him sam lane was the only person we've seen previously on supergirl so but we didn't actually see morgan in this episode except there was one flash I was telling you guys uh, in um, right after Clark gets laid off the whole the whole vending machine thing, which I love. Lois trying to get some. Lois very frustrated. Clark's gotten laid off trying to get something to the vending machine. It gets stuck. Clark just slightly tips it forward and it, it falls down. <laughs> it was a great moment. But um, you see uh, a shot of a publicity photo of Edge on uh, on a TV screen in the bullpen. Yeah, of the we didn't Edge. catch that. On the Daily Planet, saw that. <laughs> the Daily Planet. I wonder why. On the Daily Planet of uh, of um, of Morgan and and the news and the headline that he has bought the Daily Planet. So uh, yeah. that's obviously something that is going to affect things moving forward, not only for Lois but uh, uh, the residents of Smallville at large, because it sounds like he owns most of their homes. Uh, and you know, there's that moment later on where Lois tells Clark, you may have supervision and super hearing, but I have super smell and something does not sit right about those loans. And I love that line. Clark's I like, I, was it, such a Lois I, Lane. I, I, thing I, to say. I, I do have super smell. I just try not to use it too much <laughs> in a house with two, two boys. Well, actually Lois, <laughs> <laughs> don't you well, actually me. Don't you? Um, no, but I mean, can we talk about the conspiracy here? That what's what's going on here? No, Why is moving he on. No, moving up? on. Moving on. All right, two words: Kawachi Capes. Okay. Oh, good. Oh, good. I'm glad that's all. I'm okay. glad that's all. all right, it let's is. go back. Yeah. So, I mean, basically, we'll find out more later. But right now, what we know is is he's probably going to be strip mining or something. 
uh yeah yeah sorry build. schuster mines i um, should say <laughs> yeah yeah there you go but what are you strip mining for and what event kryptonite thank you what what event uh is is probably littered all over smallville so no not so i wonder if it's a common thing to know that superman is allergic to kryptonite i don't know the stranger the stranger the stranger definitely knows and let's pivot toward the stranger um this is something i was excited about from the get-go of the show i was i was intrigued by what the the journey for this character was going to be and now even more after seeing the pilot very curious even more curious what this means for uh well it's not like we can't spoil it at this point i'm, I'm more curious what this means for john crier uh coming in on this show if we if we could use him you know i had i had wondered um, because of COVID-19, obviously Supergirl got cut short. They didn't get to do what they were planning to do at the end. Now it has been delayed further, not only for the pandemic, but Melissa just had a baby. Congrats to Melissa. Mm-hmm. And that changes some of what they had planned to do. What I don't know, Frank, is had they filmed stuff that they pretty much scrapped? or No, my, my impression, my understanding is that because of Melissa's pregnancy, production and and with COVID on top of it production had been put the start of production had been pushed um out quite a bit so um so no i don't think there's anything from pre-covid or pre-pregnancy that that was starting to be filmed and no I, there, the, there the, were the scripts not begun to be filmed we, we there know were there were scripts, scripts but they obviously. had not gone to they had not gone to set they had not gone into production so mm-hmm. um and and crier was heavily involved uh with this most recent season uh, especially after the events of crisis um, because he had kind of put himself in a in a great position uh, in rewriting things when when stuff got when everything got put on Earth Prime um, for mm-hmm. Lex. Um, so selfishly, I want to see Cryer on here because I want to finally see this Clark and this Lex <laughs> talk to each other. Um, I don't feel like that's too much to ask for, um, but we are going to see Clark and 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 assumedly Lex talk to each other. It's just not going to be John Cryer. Um, this battle with the stranger who has been working in power plants, who's been doing all this. He does one at the beginning and then does one again later in the episode where he and Clark finally face off. He's been watching uh, Clark and using places like power plants to watch him because they are lead lined and, and Clark can't see him. Um, watching the wings he's got some kind of suit some kind of mech suit we kind of jokingly called him master chief in the last episode <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know if we're going to give him that name full-time or not but definitely nah, probably um, should. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with calling the stranger and then even more after the end of the episode reveal i'm i'm good giving him his proper name which is captain luther um we don't see captain him luther. we don't see him we only see him from the back after he's returned but obviously he knows that uh, Superman is uh, his his greatest weakness is kryptonite. So yeah. because he uses it on him during a midair flight, and Clark nearly plummets to his death um, before seeing his life flash before his eyes, and almost landing on just, a car, just catching himself right before, and kind of giving a, a a nod to the to the driver before taking off. So uh, let's talk about what this means. Now here is where. We said from the get-go, well, crisis kind of got ignored, and did it, or did we do we just not deal with it in the pilot, and we have to, 
we have to we have to set the stage first before we really get into what the ramifications of crisis have been because if you'll remember um clark and lois only had one child that was born on argo city um mm-hmm. crisis begins happening worlds begin getting destroyed including argo is about to be one of those worlds they place baby jonathan in the ship they give him the marlon brando and Susanna york lines from superman the movie they put on the ship he's gone <laughs> Uh, then it becomes about getting the kid back later once they get to Earth because Harbinger comes and takes them to Earth. Anyway, you can see why we didn't use a lot of this in the pilot. That's a, that's a lot yeah. of information. What's a Harbinger? Yeah, so yeah. that's a yeah. lot of information to go off of. But um, clearly something has happened because this character is not from this Earth. He's from right. another. He's from another time, another universe, another something something that's where, been destroyed where his world his home was lost and he came to this one yeah and then i found you so mm. he knew he knew a superman most likely on uh, in his in his realm and mm-hmm. and now there's another one and not only does he know him probably knows he's a clark kent b knows that kryptonite affects him and not only that he can fly also thanks to this suit um, he's got advanced AI. He's got a spaceship of some sort. Um, he's a captain housed in the side of a mountain. Yeah. Not a volcano, by the way, in the side of a, a, a frozen tundra kind of iceberg thing. Um, so that's kind of the big bad that we're looking at right now and, and how that, um, tangles with Superman. It, it was surprising. Uh, yeah. if, if you didn't know that it was coming, obviously it was even more surprising, but it was very much, uh, 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 no, wait a minute. We just got done with an hour and two minutes of not talking about crisis and not talking about Barry <laughs> or Kara or anything else. Then all of a sudden you've got this, this twist at the end. Now we know from previous iterations in the Arrowverse that Lex and Clark were friends, uh, Lex and Superman, excuse me, were friends, not, right. not, not Clark, even though, we're going to go down that rabbit hole again, even though <laughs> Lex knows Kara is Supergirl and knows Kara and Clark are cousins. Anyway, whatever. Um, Third base. <laughs> who's on first? So th- it'll be interesting to see what happens here with this version, because um, if, we, if we've never had if we've never had a black Lex Luthor before, that's that's in and of itself a cool thing. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, you could kind of there's some Captain Luther stuff in Crisis. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's the whole Alexander Luther thing. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Frank? Are we doing that? Oh, Are we doing yeah. something different? What, what's happening here? That my mind went there. My mind went to they just said Captain Luther. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't say Lex Luther. Yeah, uh, oh. and and I'm so attached to John Cryer as at least a Lex Luthor. Yeah. That I'm willing to believe this is either a Lex Luthor from another dimension. Maybe this is the Alexander Luthor sort of the archetype uh, mm-hmm. applied to a different character. Um, maybe it's just a Luthor from a different reality. Hell, yeah. maybe it's Luthor from uh, Superman Red Sun at the yeah, very end. I don't know. Let's not do that. Um, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like it could be, it could be, their possibilities are actually pretty pretty wide here because he's just captain luther well and it's one of those things too now where um every hour-long 
It doesn't matter if it's a superhero show. It doesn't matter if it's This Is Us or A Million Little Things. Any pilot now that's an hour long or 42 minutes long ends with a twist. If Smallville aired today, the <laughs> pilot would end with the ship starting up in the cellar or hearing Jor-El's voice or something. There would be some some nod. It wouldn't just be him looking in the telescope at Lana. You know, there there would be some Superman type twist at the end that Pete uh, Pete would stretch up and slam dunk. Well, Whoa. Was, Pete's the vice president. Yeah. So anyway, we do get a Pete right. reference in this episode, it. by the way. Oh, one Pete reference. I was so happy. One soul asylum. One soul asylum reference. One Pete reference. That's all you get. You get one. You want it, They go in tandem. They go together. Me and Superman both went to a soul asylum concert, and we both don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Is Soul Asylum the one with the little lizard boy? No, it's a uh, wait. Ron Swanson joke. Never mind. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Runaway train. Never. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, um, let's talk <laughs> Easter eggs because there are a plethora. Now we've talked about the first iteration of the suit kind of being shown, and then the also the Action Comics number one recreation with. Lifting the the green uh, car, PT cruiser, yeah, PT cruiser there, Yaris. Um, it's not a Yaris. Um, I, I can I can guarantee it's not a ride. Robin mentioned Schuster Mines a minute ago, where the bonfire happens, where we see yep. Jordan use heat vision for the first time. Um, thank God it's red heat vision or orange red heat vision. I'm, I am happy about that. I am happy about that. Like I, I, how you feel about years having a podcast about blue heat vision? Let's let let. Did I have a podcast about blue heat vision? <laughs> hey everybody, that's, welcome that's to blue. Awful. Heat welcome vision. to blue heat vision. <laughs> it's awfully reductive. That's a that's uh, a bar in the in the DC universe. By the way, that's yeah, totally yeah, a bar. Exactly. <laughs> blue heat vision. Oh man. It sounds like a place in like the Lower East Side of Metropolis. It was always a little weird to me. I'll I'll, I'll be uh, yeah. honest. It, I, I, it, it it made headlines from the first time we saw yeah. it. Yeah, it was it was like what is like a Supergirl's heat vision is blue. Well, and I think and frankly some... from the first time that people made a big deal of it, I was sort of like so what? Yeah, I'm over it by that yeah. point. <laughs> I I, I kind of feel like there's business. some scientific behind it that they were kind of going with. I mean, blue does burn kind of hotter. To a point, yeah. it almost gets cold, you know, that kind of thing. Supergirl is hotter than Superman. Yeah. Okay, there's yeah, that. that. Okay, yeah. look, there is there is a, uh, there is something to be said for, there's always been an interpretation out there that the, what we see, the colors we see, is just for the audience's benefit. And that <laughs> right. there, there's no real color there. You know, there's always been that, that argument. That, like, bullshit. Have <laughs> the same way that, that there's no sound in space, but that like in Star Trek, no. that's there or Star no. Wars is there for, for the audience's no. benefit or whatever. No. Um, you could make the argument that the color is just a, just an illustration for, for you to get the point across. Well, they used the wrong one. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not better. Okay. Derek has spoken. He ain't heavy. He's just my heat vision. Um, Eric saw blue, but he actually saw red. No, it's just another. It's another thing to where we're we're not being stuck with what we've we've already done. Not stuck. That's I'm true. not trying to stick. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah, another yeah. thing where it's not like just because we it was blue on that show doesn't mean it has to be blue on this show. Um, Dabba die. God, I'm trying to think about all these references now. Shoot your minds. Uh, Ace Chemicals. Um, there's a sign with. Uh, one of Jordan's medical appointments with a Dr. Donner. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. on dry right. erase Dr. Board. Donner. Uh, Donner, party of 50. 
Um, so outside uh, his door in the hallway. Uh, what else? What else? So many that I wrote down and I'm just having trouble thinking about now. Any of them come to mind for you guys? Uh, Eliza got... being named Eliza. Like, oh my God. Uh, there's a Smallville <laughs> Crows. There. There's a Smallville Crows pennant in Clark's bedroom. Right. Uh, and while it's not, you know, that's that's a little bit more mythos heavy. It, it's also for us as three Smallville fans is is nice. It's nice to see. Um, we talked about the Superman three stuff. Yeah. Uh, so there's just a lot going on there. I did notice that Smallville is either in Bryce or Rice County. I'm not sure which, which is different than what we've had in previous iterations. Yeah. So that's a bit of a change in this Kansas. I'd be interested to know if there actually is a Bryce or Rice County in Kansas. I didn't uh, check up on that beforehand. So, you know, I have to I have to tell you that this it would have been gone it would have been gone a lot faster had it been the normal 42 minutes obviously. But even an hour and 3 minutes or whatever and even with the additional bonus stuff uh, which was fantastic. The 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 symbol of hope and and the behind the scenes and the interviews and all that stuff. This I felt like it was done. Like I felt like it was over. It was like fifteen minutes. I was like, is that's it. I want I want more now. Give me more now. It it went by so fast, um, <sighs> to the point that we hadn't even talked about. And we we you know we we wanted to hit some talking points on this one more than just go through the entire linear progression of the episode. But I mean, from I mean, we could nitpick stuff. Why the hell was the router, Wi-Fi router, on the roof of the barn? That made no sense. Well, see, I think that was an an Easter egg, uh, a throwback, uh, a callback to that episode of Smallville where they had to plug in in the barn to dial up, you know, to (laughs) to get the Virgil Swan emails. I think that was a clear, clear callback. When they go in there, they're like, oh, there it is. I'm like, who put that there? Clark, probably. Probably. I'll put it up up there. there. I'll put it up there so the kids won't mess with it. This is so mom can't unplug it yeah. by accident. Oh, God. Don't you hate that? Leave it alone, mom. It's fine. How many times do you have to unplug a router? I feel like I do mine once every couple of weeks. Imagine having to go out of the barn constantly and climb up there to unplug the dang router. Maybe Why she just flicks the power on and off in the barn. Know, Maybe that takes care of it. I don't know. I was very confused. But the boys, you know, going in there and the pipes falling on them and Jordan protecting Jonathan Clark, Clark coming in and flinging that one pipe off. I did love the reveal of the ship, them finding the door under the hay, breaking the lock, going down there and finding that. What again? It, what, it's a reversal of the usual it, dynamic. Very it's a much reversal so. of him finding his own ship. Now it's him trying to keep his ship instead of Jonathan trying to keep the ship from him. Yeah, it's him keeping the ship from Jonathan. You know, I have to say though, if you've been Superman this long. Why didn't you just take that to the fortress? Moon. Moon. <laughs> Anywhere. Although I do think w- this is probably going to be my my uh, Superman the movie lapse in, in memory that I previously have done on this podcast. Not Superman the movie lapse in memory, but Supergirl referencing Superman the movie lapse in memory. Is there not a moment... And maybe not in season one when they're still in the caves before they go to the before they moved to Vancouver from Los Angeles, where um, John Jones is talking about. Don't they have Superman's ship? 
I don't think we see uh, it. I don't, I don't remember that we see I it. Swear I swear there is something about... You know, when we do see it, we do see it in the pilot, Supergirl pilot when Kal-El's ship gets sent we do, off. We do, we do. Seconds before Kara's. Before Kara's, yeah. I just before feel like, her pod gets knocked off course. Before her pod, yeah. I've never heard that before. I just, I feel like there's... I swear... There is a scene, and I almost want to say it's down there. I know Supergirls is down there because we see it in the pilot. Don't they walk past it? And she's like, "That's my ship," or something like that. And he's like, "Yeah, we've always kept that here. Your dad kept." I that think that's here. yeah. I think that's when she finds when she finds out about the DEO and all. Where there's something that. about Superman's ship already being somewhere. There might be a mention of it. There, you know, frankly, there could be a, a. We could we could have seen a flash of it or seen it quickly in passing, and I'm I'm forgetting. It's been a long time. I'm I'm not. I'm I, not as up on my season one and two. Well, of, and uh, I know Supergirl. there's not. Was it season four when they go to the Krypton Museum, the Superman Museum? It's like four oh one. Yeah, yeah, we see. The I don't museum. think it's yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah. I could have sworn it was in the DEO. I'm probably wrong. I still can't find where they talk about Luther launching the missiles and. Yeah, that's that been stuff. fun. That's <laughs> so, been fun. That's been a thing. So that's clearly my Berenstain Bears uh, that hill to die on. I guess I don't know. Super Mandela. We have to talk about, uh, and we'll talk more about it when we know more about it, but obviously the ship gave Jordan something. Uh, and, yeah. And it kind of gets brushed over by the time they angrily go out to meet Clark and, Clark and Lois, who have just gotten back from the bank and, you know, were like, you've been hiding in that basement. The ship? You're an alien? What are you doing down there? He's like, I'm Superman. They're like, no, you're not. You're not that boring. We've seen Superman. We've seen him. We've oh my god, you're Superman. You know, he just immediately takes the <laughs> Um God, but put yourself in that position for a minute. I mean, seriously, like you've you've you're aware of Superman. Like if there's a whole thing. Like, yes, the Earth's greatest protector from the planet Krypton. Yeah, whatever, roll your eyes. I mean, it's it's a very 14-year-old tiktok mentality of oh superman like you know the, <laughs> what a, what a thing that is and then you find out he's your dad and he's just standing there lifting a truck flying in front of you which i'm sorry of, of all the moments in the episode i absolutely there's this this splits and if you you miss it you miss it you, you gotta go back and watch it where he's he's flying he's lifting the truck up the music's hitting their crescendo jonathan jordan are just in awe of what they're seeing in very different places of awe because Jordan is angry. Jordan's angry because he, the whole point is he knows something happened in that barn the day before after Martha's funeral, like something has, you know, they, they've Clark's always tried to keep them out of the barn. So, but, but even more so he's like something meant for us to be in there. You know, I, I felt I could protect you. He says later in the episode, I, he said something just told me to save Jonathan, Save Martha. So, you know, it's um <laughs> it becomes this Why'd you say that name? It beca- it, it it becomes this moment of, of anger and astonishment and there's this just this split second where Lois turns to look at the boys and she's like and she's like, I didn't you know, I I didn't understand either at first when when, when your dad told me. And it's just so much weight put on them in that moment. Exactly what Clark was talking about in the beginning of the episode. I don't want them to know. I don't want them to have to carry around that burden because one slip up whole world knows 
Clark Kent as Superman and just you see it's almost like Clark's lifting that truck like that weight in the air but all that burden is coming down on them at the same time of yeah. of this knowledge this yeah. curse with knowledge of oh my god he's been right in front of us for 14 years and we never knew it like like I mean they're they're mad at themselves they're mad at him they're mad at their mom like it's it's a whole thing yeah what struck me what you know, getting back to the the mental health of it all, uh, Jordan actually is just like, uh, is you've known all along that there might be some sort of like alien DNA in me, and and you know maybe that's related to what's going on with my yeah. you know mental health. Um, I forgot exactly what he said, but it's something to that effect. Well, and it's it's too that whole thing we were talking about earlier where the natural assumption is Jonathan has the abilities or has some right. echo of abilities. I mean, if he's really making a uh, quarterback first day of freshman year, I mean, they're, they're literally starting school the next day when Martha dies, they go to school and Martha has died. So then they're immediately pulled out of school to go to Smallville for the funeral. And, you know, that's that's what you would expect to happen. And even later, Jonathan's reveling in it later because he's like, I'm totally fine with you having the abilities because that means all of me, this this is all of me. Like, this is, <laughs> you know, I, I earned that. I did that all myself, which is great. It's a great moment. The two, they, they, they get on each other's nerves. Um, Jonathan picks on Jordan. Jordan, you know, f- not fights back, but but gives as well as he gets in most instances. And yeah. it's it's there's there's some common ground there by the end of it. Um, one of my favorite moments, though, in the entire episode is right after Jordan has told them that he apparently he has heat vision that he used at the bonfire when they were um, the guys were, were when Sarah's boyfriend and the other guys were beating up on him and Jonathan. He's sitting down on the front porch of the farmhouse. By the way, I love the farmhouse. Did you guys? I mean, I really, I'm so happy that that's another thing that we ignored from Crisis. Like, I feel like as <laughs> fans of that other show that we've watched and talked about for 10 years, like it would have been nice Arrow. to see that. Yeah, that's the one. It would have been nice to see that week to week, that farmhouse, because we even see it in, yeah. in Elseworlds and Crisis on Infinite But sure. I, I love. A, there's so much more room to work with at this place. Um, they they shoot it re- very well in Smallville, but if you've ever actually seen the house, it's like Robin can tell you, it's it's right like the, there's the house and there's the road, like it's yeah. right at the street. They film it from the back basically, and they made a gravel driveway and like all this stuff to shoot from. But the actual driveway to the house and the main road it's on is like really, really close to each other. So the way they shoot, it's phenomenal, but this is just land land. You know, Ben Hubbard's place is on up the Ridge, but just land for (laughs) as far as, as far as the eye can say, there's no Ben Hubbard. That's that's Uh, back past the back 40 though. Yes. Yes. Well, we sold the, we sold the back 40 to Ben. (laughs) So, um, but there's, there's this moment where Jordan's sitting on the steps and, I think I said Jonathan a minute ago, and I apologize. I'm gonna have to get used to that because it's very it's very hard because obviously they're named after Clark's two dads, right? Uh, right. Between the two of them, Jonathan the, and Dan. Yes, and then the Jordan. <laughs> Who's Dan? Who the named hell after is Jonathan Dan? and Clark's favorite brand of soap? Yeah, the Jonathan actor is named. His real name is Jordan. 
Right. So that's confusing in and of itself. So the, so it's good. there's a learning curve we, we have to get used to here. Also, the names probably of the title episodes will probably not be one word. So that's a that's a big learning curve for me to overcome. <laughs> I'm so glad that the first two are both one word titles. I'm good on the first two. I can do pilot yep. and heritage. We get to, <laughs> we get to three and I'm done for. Uh, yep. But there's this moment where Jordan's sitting down on the front steps of the porch after talking to Clark and Lois. And Clark's like, you know, look, uh, I don't always know what's going on with you. He said, but I understand being different more than anybody, you know. And, you know, I tell you, life changes. And he talks about how it was one of my favorite lines in the entire episode. Jonathan Kent was just going to church one Sunday morning and a ship crashed in his front yard. And, you know, just all the life lessons therein that he learned, like you were saying earlier, Frank, that he's going to now dispel to them and, 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 and get to turn around and, and, and use on them and, and, and be, be that father figure that Jonathan was to Clark. Not even father figure was his father. Yeah. Um, proper. So, you know, it's, it's, it's neat to get to watch that. And there was also, there's also some good, even though we don't get a Jonathan Kent proper early in the episode, there's some, there's some Jonathan stuff in there. Um, there's a moment there at the end before we go to the <laughs> Captain Luther thing where Lois says the, the farm's not going to plow itself or something like that. And I was like, Oh, that's Jonathan <laughs> Kent. If I've ever heard Jonathan Kent. And you know this yeah, Lois. These fields aren't going to plow themselves. Yeah, this yeah. Lois. This Lois never, never met Jonathan. So you know, it's kind of because uh, because Clark was young when he died. We do find out that um, I think I think either in Elseworlds or Crisis, and again, not beholden to that. We do find out that he was fourteen or fifteen when Jonathan died, but he was seven when they told him that he was from Krypton. Um, yeah, and and that does get brought up again in this episode that you know he that's when he found out. So, um, I feel like I could talk for another hour just about the little things. I mean, I could get into the Daily okay. Planet. Well, let's do it. I could get into the Daily Planet logo and how much I enjoyed that, and how Metropolis was really gray and 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 kind of dismal, but Smallville was very vibrant. And you know, I could I could do all that stuff, but I'm I'm going to choose not to. What 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 do you guys want to? take away here at the end for for me i i i think from early on from when you know we saw the let's be honest the script the script leaked on the internet and and there were uh and, and there were rumors besides and it it struck me very much that that a big theme of this show was going to be family mm-hmm. and uh i i just i keep coming back to that fan that 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 Kent family dynamic turned on its head that I'm really really enjoying here. That's the biggest thing that I that I love. Um, it is a it is a show about about family. It is a show about you know a, a, the, the adult perspective on on family instead of uh, so often these family dramas are from the perspective of the teenagers. It is representing the teenagers' uh, point of view, but it's more told from the parents' point of view, and yeah. and um, it's it's like a a show for superman fans you know that have that, that has grown up with us you know in, into our adulthood and now we're we're watching instead of watching it from superman's from clark's point of view as the child we're watching from clark's point of view as the father and that is just such a refreshing new take with new fertile ground and and you can still play off of the a lot of the same tropes and and you still have teenagers in the family you can still tell their point of view and tell stories about them and and from their point of view but 
I love that we have that added point of view where um, we are, many of us uh, can relate to Clark and Lois's side of things. Um, and that's a, a new a new way of doing it. And I'm very, very into that. Yeah, it was weird for me when we first started talking about it because when they first started talking about it on the show and crisis happened um, and we found out they were going to have twin kids and that Clark was losing his job at the planet. I was like, wait a minute. I just had twins. I just lost <laughs> my job at a newspaper. This is very, this is very weird. So yeah, it, it's interesting. But two, I kind of saying what you just said. I like how we're not always going to have to do this from Clark being in the room. Obviously we're going to have our own Jordan scenes or our own Jonathan scenes and they're going to have their own story, B storylines and stuff like that. So that's interesting as well. Robin, what do you mm -hmm. think? I, I I looked over my notes just now, and I, again and again, I'm just struck on, I'm struck by how great uh, Lois is in this episode. Mm -hmm. That you know, in you know the the show that constantly comes up, Smallville. You know, Clark would go to Jonathan and Martha for advice. Yeah, bounce things off of them. You know, uh, but here I'm loving that this is they're they're a great team they're superman and lois and and lois is you know she has her own um insecurities and problems as well uh and you know she, she's a little bit of a little bit of a hothead and i love that <laughs> uh but i love that she's also a great uh person for uh clark to lean on and also to kind of keep clark in check as as a family man and and thinking outside of uh, the Superman suit, you know, <laughs> we hadn't even really talked about the suit proper. We talked about the homage to the earlier suits, but I really love this suit. And I, I, I've been thinking about why I love this suit. Um, because it, I've made no, no bones about how much I disliked Tyler's previous suit. <laughs> yeah. Those, yeah. the fruit roll up, the fruit buckles. roll ups. Yeah. And I again, and, and and Helping said, and they all said they were like, "Look, it was never meant to be. It, that was a guest star suit. Like that was that was a one and done kind of thing." And then he just kept coming back. <laughs> so I'm I'm so glad. Another thing that we just kind of ignore that suit and, and are doing our own thing with. But I've been thinking about why I like that suit so much, and I haven't talked to you about this because I wanted to say it on air and see if you. Or if I've just been an idiot all along, or you both get it. Because I finally figured out why I love the suit so much. Not only does it just look really good on screen, and it looks really good for this iteration of Superman, it's the Smallville Season 11 suit. If you go back and watch small, read Smallville Season 11, it's pretty much the exact same suit. It's mm. pretty spot on. Yeah. It's pretty spot it's, on. It's right down to the S and the belt buckle. I mean, it's very reminiscent of uh, what... Uh, Brian Q. Miller and and the, and Cat Stags and that entire team put together uh, in a phenomenal run of comics in Smallville season eleven. So uh, it it took me a little while, but once I finally saw it, I was like, "That's why it looks so good because that's pretty right. much what yeah. it is, uh, down to the cape and everything." So I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm glad to see. I'm glad to see some love for Smallville. I'm glad to see some love for Lois and Clark. I'm glad to see. I mean, there's some Snyder stuff in here too. I mean, it's very yeah. much. I mean, there's some Donner stuff. They really hit on every kind of of era in this, from comics to live action, television and, and movies and otherwise. 
that you know and a lot of that's just going to be pilot obviously bringing people in referencing stuff and recognizing stuff and 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 realizing again this is not your this is not jonathan kent's superman this is this is a whole new ball game so but that that was one thing that i really liked in seeing that i love that you're absolutely spot on with that yeah it is it is extremely reminiscent of that of that suit uh, down to a lot of the details. Yep. Also want to tell you that while we love talking about the shows and this is very much an after show kind of thing, and we'll be doing other episodes and specials and stuff as the series progresses, the best place for you to find news, uh, trailers, new photos from episodes, upcoming episode titles and descriptions like you're going to hear us talking about here in just a few minutes after the credits is kryptonsite.com. Also KSite TV. Uh, Kryptonsite is, of course, the classic website that uh, was such a source for Smallville fans for so long and before that Lois and Clark fans and uh, Craig Byrne and his team there have uh, branched out even further with KSite TV doing a whole lot more work for a whole lot more shows and ones that you probably watch and they do the same kind of great journalism coverage for all those shows that they also do for Superman and Lois so KryptonSite.com be sure to check that out and uh, you can tell him that you found us found him through Superman and Lois TV talk if you haven't been there before but I'm guessing if you're listening to us you probably have well we are no strangers to doing this uh, we've done this for several shows before um, we're Captain you, Luther's at it you're we're, you might say we're Captain Luther's at it so but you might be new to listening to us and that's great we love new listeners uh, and we hope you have enjoyed this first installment we will be back for more we love getting into the minutia um, we just love having fun talking about it because it's it's enjoyable and the whole world gives use just a little bit of hope right now so it's fun to kind of get into that but even more so, we would love to hear from you, whether you're a longtime listener of these podcasts we've done or you're a first-time listener. And the best way to do that is to email us at supermantvtalk at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Twitter uh, at supermantvtalk. Yes, the show is Superman and Lois TV Talk, and it is very important that Lois's name be in there. But for the purposes of uh, usage of characters on the Internet... Uh, we 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 have to condense. So Superman TV Talk on Twitter, Superman TV Talk at Gmail dot com is where you can email us, or you can also use the contact submission form on Superman TV Talk dot com, our website. We would love for you to go over to Apple Podcast uh, and and leave us a rating and review, or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can also find us on Instagram over there. We are actually Starkville's House of L uh, from our prior show. Uh, that is S-T-A-R-K-V-I-L-L-E, House of L, all one word, on Instagram. And um, what do you think, guys? Come back and do it again for episode two? You feel like... Uh, I, feel, I feel compelled. One and done or, or, or more? Mm, yes, I guess I'm up for one more. You yeah, f- yeah, one more. You free well, next week? the next one. You free yeah, next yeah. week to do it again? All right, we'll do it again. I, I do think it. so. Yeah. Before that, after the music, stick around. We'll talk spoilers. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Oh wait, I'm always around or whatever. We're we, always we're around. Always, we're always around. Wazowski. <laughs> Welcome back. If you are with us now, you are here for spoilers, and we will be talking about episode 102 that airs next week, Heritage. 
This airs on March 2nd, next Tuesday night. And the official description reads, There's no place like home. While adjusting to their new lives in Smallville, I guess that means that the uh, family dinner went well uh, and that they stayed on because we don't really give them an answer to that. We're just like, we'll talk about it at dinner later. (laughs) Wouldn't that be hilarious to set all that up in the pilot and then in seconds to be like, no, we just moved back to Metropolis. There's no place like home. While adjusting to their new lives in Smallville, Lois and Clark make an important decision concerning one of their sons. Meanwhile, tensions begin to rise between Lois and Morgan Edge. And lastly, Lana Lang Cushing invites the Kent family over for a barbecue. Robin? Is there any bad guys or any laser beams or anything like that? Can't, Food poisoning uh, can't the say it. Uh, the, uh, everybody is still listed in the second episode. So everybody lived and made it to the second episode. Okay. Uh, including uh, Sam Lane and The Stranger are both appear in the second episode as well. And I really think that, that the second one also has the... Uh, uh, what? What did I miss? Frank's whistle and The Stranger. Oh, nice. Awesome. So uh, there, there's a moment in the trailer where, where Sam says, you told the boys that you're Superman, and Clark says, I had to to keep this family together. And, and, and Sam's like, it's not going to keep you together. It's going to drive you apart. Um, so obviously that is from the second episode. Sam does not agree with telling the twins about his secret identity. Does he ever have like a happy day? It's rough. It's rough <laughs> when you're Superman to have a happy day. No, I mean Sam. I Sam, no, Sam yeah. no, no. What a grump. Well, look who he's been serving under for the last four years. He's had a rough <laughs> go of it. Oh, boy. Ooh. Kyle's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> There was a little fake news reference in, in the episode we didn't talk about and, and giving oh, crap to the Daily, yes, Daily Planet. No, no more of that. No, Please. no, we've moved past Please. that. No more. Yes. No more. So, yeah. So that's what we have to look forward to. And that's what you missed on Glee. Uh, that's what you have to look forward to in the second episode. We also now have the uh, official description for the third episode. But you have to come back next week to hear that, ladies and gentlemen, to talk about the third episode. The Perks Is, uh, of Not the- Being a Wallflower. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Perks of not being a wallflower. Perks of not being a wallflower. Is the casting news for episode two that we should mention here? Well, you know, why don't we? Because there is a character you might well know. He is dead. Oh, Dan. Yeah. Dan (laughs) from Krypton. You're not my real dad. Uh, (laughs) Jor-El will be appearing in episode 102, played by Robin. Played by Angus Robin. McFadden. Played oh, by Robin? Played by Robin. I thought it was a big Yay. deal, too. No, Ang- Angus M- McFadden. Um, I'm hoping I'm, I, I pronounced it right. McFadden um, or McFadden? McFadden, McFadden. Let's start the whole thing. No, uh, I know him, of course, as Robert the Bruce from Braveheart. Um. And uh, many, many other uh, things he's been in. Um but uh, I'm excited because, you know, I immediately uh, uh, welcomed him to the family on Twitter and he responded like, where, where am I staying? And I, and I said, you're Which, Jarrell, you can stay wherever you want. And so he's, he opted for the kitchen. Oh. So <laughs> you have the entire house of L at your, at your discretion yeah. and you, you went with the kitchen. 
Uh, one other thing I want to tell you before we go is if you plan to be watching this uh, via uh, digitally, of course, as the CW has been wont to do recently, you can watch uh, the newest episodes the day after they air on the CW app. Also, though, Superman Low is now available in the Apple Store. You can get a season pass for twenty four ninety nine for all, I believe, 15 episodes we will be watching uh, this season. So... Mm. very cool yes good very value cool one of those options is less annoying <laughs> yeah <laughs> one of those options the app doesn't make you restart the episode over and over ain't that the truth anything else before we go gentlemen i'm always around always around I, i'm you always that time we'll see we'll you color my underwear we'll see, it got weird we'll see you next time for episode two goodbye everybody i like think very much robin <laughs> nope it got weirder you can always count on us.